I'm not particularly bothered by the birthday I had recently. Yes, it's a big round number. Yes, it means I'm getting yet another lecture from my doctor about my weight. And I get a few more tests. I've turned off Facebook and dating in frustration again. This is comforting to me, though. While there are things in my life I'd like to change, I am content with understanding, hey, it's about what it always is, and if it's at where it's at right now, it's not too bad. I would like to be alone together, though. On with the show. We have over 100 years of wonderful recorded music out there, so why do most people listen to the same 100 songs? Like the treasures on the shelves of a thrift shop, there are so many great songs out there waiting for us to find. Let's find those treasures together. I am David Rankin, and this is The Old Mill Shop. Greetings, fellow shoppers. It's The Old Mill Shop. There's pretty much a full house here at Casa de Rankin. I don't have the ability to dedicate a full room as a studio, so I have to make a semi-portable set for this show that can be pushed aside when and if needed. A couple of weeks ago, I was having lighting issues. As you can see from the pictures that I'm going to show on the screen in the next few minutes, I use multiple lights to keep my face and body from being dark. One of the lights went out, so I had to get into my spares. As the old saying goes, two is one and one is none after all. Two weeks later, a second light started going out. I just had a dark spot in front of me. Rather than break out another light, I decided, well, I'm going to try the uh, UPS brick instead. I bought an Amazon no-name brick that was supposed to have plenty of electricity for everything I could throw at it, all these lights and the camera. But it got awfully hot, and I was betting that it wasn't capable of running it. And sure enough, I ordered a new USB light, and it came in, and I've been able to plug in everything, all the equipment that I need, all off of one charger now, and it's got plenty of juice to go. It even tells me how much electricity a certain item is pulling. Part of the Give, Send, Go campaign I'm starting is to provide upgrades and spares for the equipment I'm using. You can see from the pictures, it's a uh, vlogging camera that I'm using with uh, camera stands off of Amazon Basic. The lights are 20 bucks, um, and I'm running out of spares. I am not receiving any revenue from any of the platforms. And I'm not getting any sponsorship from anyone else. So that's why I had to, I hate to stick my hand out, but I'm having to ask you guys to see if you, the listener, will sponsor me any. We'll have more information about this in the weeks ahead. Today's two-for-one special, Egg and Daughter Night by John Prime. Before we cover the two-for-one special, let's go over the Music Minute songs of the week. So Monday, it was People Get Ready with Rod Stewart and Jeff Beck. Tuesday was The Vintage Corner, 300 Pounds of Joy by Howling Wolf. Wednesday, Them That Got, Ray Charles. Thursday, Acapella by Kellis. And Friday was Alimony by Shell Rose. Today, we're going to get into something just a little bit different. It's busted, but it's busted by Johnny Cash and Ray Charles. I didn't realize until I started researching this song that Johnny Cash actually released this song first. And then Ray Charles came behind him by uh, by a few months and released his own version of it winning a grammy in the best rhythm and blues recording category for the song the song's writer harlan howard a hit factory all of his own 
explained that he never thought that Busted made a good title, but that if you don't have a good title, you need to repeat it early and often so that it sticks out in people's minds. It takes someone who has been busted to sing this song well. Johnny and Ray both grew up rough and grew up poor, so they could sing this song from the heart. They knew what it was like to be on the short end of uh, the financial stick. They knew what it was like to be tempted to do something wrong from hunger, but they also knew that the Lord was somehow going to take care of them all. So I'm going to do something just a little bit different than normal. Usually I don't link to uploads by people other than the song owners because I don't want to encourage copyright infringement on YouTube. However, I think this video is too important to skip. Johnny Cash had Ray Charles join him on the Johnny Cash show twice in 1970. And this video that I'm linked to shows one of those two episodes, and I'm not sure which. You can see from the video that the duo had incredible chemistry, and it's really sad that we only had two songs recorded in the studio with them. And we almost lost one of them. They found Why Me Lord a few years ago on one of Ray Charles's master tape and finally released it. We'll cover this more in a music minute in the future. On this video, this segment shows two men of different music genre, different race, slightly different backgrounds. But you can tell that they're combined by a love of the music and a love for each other. And their chemistry is off the chart. It's sad that people felt it necessary to threaten both for the simple act of singing together. Of course, both being the strong men they were, they didn't back down. And we can respect their example even more now for it. A few weeks ago, we covered the very first mechanical systems used to create records. Wikipedia calls this the acoustic era, as sound was being turned into records by purely mechanical movements, and then the zigzags were creating sound that was then echoed to, uh, for enhancement on the record players. By 1925, the big uh, record companies were instead implementing Western Electric's new system of electric microphones, signal amplifiers, and electromechanical recorders. Instead of everyone gathering around a cone and playing into it, each instrument and each singer could get its own microphone, and a professional called a sound engineer could get on a board with knobs and dials and set and manipulate the relative volume levels for each microphone to control the sound as it went into the player that would record the disc. Recording was still a single take that went directly to a master disc, but even there, the process improved. The electromagnetic writing stylus was clearer and more precise, so it could record a greater range of sound with higher fidelity. So what you played sounded better and went into the master disc more clearly so that it stayed clearer longer while printing. Another invention from the time that's essentially unchanged until now is the electronic loudspeaker. Today, the speaker. For the last 90 or so years, an electronic signal through the wire goes into the back of the speaker. And a paper or metal cone 
connected to a magnet is made to vibrate to make sound. Essentially, this is just an original microphone run in reverse, and the speaker has changed sizes, it's changed shapes, but it's not changing the basic operation. That miniature speaker in your AirPods works exactly the same way as a speaker out of a 1920s record player or radio. With the record player being electronic as well, this allows the playing to be clearer rather than having to listen to the soft faint sounds that are amplified by a sound horn you're able to turn up the volume and listen to the sound coming off the record as loud as your speaker can run the sound of the record itself was now as good as it was getting but we still didn't have the tools to combine tracks to add tracks or combine takes or do a lot of the stuff that we do in the studio now this would take a little nazi ingenuity but that's a story for another day on this note we've reached the end of yet another show keep searching for songs new to you happy shopping Please come back for the next episode of The Old Mill Shop. Thanks to Apple for use of the Samantha voice. Thanks to Zapsplat at www.zapsplat.com for theme song and incidental music. Copyright David W. Rankin Jr. DBA The Old Mill Shop Music Experience.